Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. The church began in revival on the day of Pentecost. And yes, many are believing for another revival, another spiritual awakening. And the nearer we get to the coming of the Lord, David believes we have to strengthen ourselves, full of faith, and the Holy Spirit. So that when the persecution comes, we will stand strong in the face of it. Thank you for continuing to support our humanitarian and spiritual relief efforts in Ukraine. Daily, we share the love of Christ with those in need. To support our work, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Then in verse 9, there arose some of the synagogue and uh, they disputed with Stephen. And I, I, I'm, I'm quite amazed at, uh, and I've never really concentrated, never really spent a lot of thought on Stephen other than, of course, his martyrdom. But you just look and see that when there arose um, Orthodox Jews uh, from the synagogue, uh, there were Cyrenians, Alexandrians, Libertines from Cilicia and Asia, and they disputed with Stephen. It's obvious that they were rejecting what he was saying and arguing against him. But in verse 10, they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. And so what they did was they supported men which said, we've heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So in actual fact, what they're doing is they're being accusers to actually lie and make accusation against him. And in verse 13, they set up false witnesses, saying this man doesn't cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place, that's the temple, and against the law. For we've heard him say, this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered. <laughs> but when you get to verse 15, and all that sat in the council looking steadfastly on him saw his face as it, as it had been the face of an angel. And so, because you've got the high priest here, he's in front of the high priest, chapter 7, the high priest said, aren't these things so? And then, you know, I don't have time to go through the rest of this except to make the, uh, the, the comment, because what Stephen is actually doing is preaching the most powerful message, dealing with uh, Abraham, uh, when he says the glory of God appeared to our father Abraham, and then goes on to continue and preach so powerfully on, based on the scripture, and he goes right through the scriptures until, yes, he comes on in chapter Chapter, I've got to, to just look at this in chapter um, six, 7. And in chapter 7, he's saying Moses was learned in the wisdom of the Egyptians 
and was also mighty in words and deeds. And uh, he goes on to, to preach um, so powerfully. And then, uh, of course, by verse 37, this is that Moses. So what actually Stephen is doing is justifying his message from the scripture. And when you come on to, uh, in that same chapter 7, uh, in verse 51, he's saying, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did, so do ye. And you know, it brings out a major issue even within religion, even within the church, because the accusation of Stephen against the high priest and against his accusers was that they were um, resisting the Holy Spirit as the fathers did and then goes on speaking about the persecution of the prophets uh, in verse 52, killing them, which showed before the coming of the just one, of whom you've now been the betrayers and murderers. And so this so touched them that by verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. So in quoting their own scripture at them and the failure to keep the truth of the word of God, it angered them. And I find this is quite intriguing because what you've got here in chapter 7 is a, a, a tremendous accusation against the Orthodox Jews who had the word, who had the word and lived a, apparently studying it. And even today, Orthodox Jews study uh, the scripture. They, they don't work. They're paid actually by the state to just simply study. So they know so much. And the danger is that even when you know and study the scripture, yet you deny its power and deny its effect. So much so that by verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But verse 55, Stephen being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God. So here we have this one man who's now so filled with the Holy Spirit that in the face of his accusers, he looked up into heaven, saw the glory of God and saw Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And in verse 56 said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Wow. I think that was the final straw. 
because by verse 57 they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears and ran on him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Stor. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God. Oh yes, they stoned Stephen. And Stephen was calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. You know, I know that the church began in revival. And I know that we're believing that there will be another revival, another spiritual awakening. And let me just speak from my own experience that in the recent years of my ministry, I've seen Holy Ghost revival. What, what else can you call what's happened in the Ukraine? I saw revival sweep across Bulgaria from one side to the other. I experienced the power of God. To be quite honest, I live in revival. The fire is burning within me with a passion, with an intensity. I live in revival. And so, as you see here, what happened that you're talking about persecution. And the danger is that although I do believe that in certain areas there's going to be a massive revival and I can quote you a lot of scriptures, but at the same time we can't deny the fact that there will also be massive persecution. And the nearer we get to the coming of the Lord, I believe we have to strengthen ourselves. And the one reason why I'm trying to say this to you is because while we're talking about praying for revival and so on, we need to strengthen ourselves like Stephen, so that when that persecution comes, we will stand strong in the face of it, even if it means death and martyrdom. We've got to be changed, transformed by the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit. David Hathaway wants you to live in the fullness of the power of God. On our website, eurovision.org.uk, are many teaching articles, videos, podcasts, and the digital version of Prophetic Vision magazine, all designed to help you on your walk with God. Also available online are monthly newsletters, ministry reports, and updates on our humanitarian aid work with Russian Jews and displaced persons. Visit us online today. Eurovision.org.uk Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.